nurses. Stagnation can be the death knell for nurse career satisfaction. Is your career on autopilot? Are you coasting along on a wave of complacency? Are you ready to take control? Here on episode 104 of the Nurse Keith Show, we're revisiting the idea of complacency and introducing my five favorite tips for turning complacency into inspired action. Well, what's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Nurse Keith Show. Thanks for being part of the Nurse Keith Nation. Yes, this is episode 104. You're in the right place. If you didn't know you were at episode 104 of the Nurse Keith Show, welcome aboard. This podcast is all about you and your nursing career, and I'm here to share education, inspiration, and ideas that are going to get you moving in a positive, inspired direction. I'm a member of the Pulse Media Network of Podcasters, along with RNFM Radio, The Innovative Nurse Show, Elizabeth Scala's Your Next Shift Podcast, and The Gluten-Free RN. Head over to PulseMediaNetwork.com, follow us on social, and hear about the new shows that are going to be launching in the months ahead. Meanwhile, you can find me on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Pinterest, LinkedIn. Hit me up on social media. I'd love to hear from you. And the show notes for this episode are at nursekeith.com forward slash episode 104. That's the word episode 104. I want to dig right into today's topic because I am just excited and I want to talk to you about it. So let's head over to the studio. Come on in. Like I said in the introduction, stagnation can indeed be the death knell for your nursing career satisfaction. And when you're on autopilot, when you're stuck on autopilot, that can be a sure sign of complacency, ennui, and stagnation. So folks, you need to seize control of the cockpit. You need to jump in there, push the autopilot out of the way. I mean, it's not really a person or anything, but turn off the autopilot and grab those controls and take inspired action in the interest of your career. Back in March of 2017, I published a post over on Digital Doorway, and it was entitled, Is Your Nursing Career on Autopilot? And the response was really positive. I heard from a lot of people on social media and also by email because they do feel complacent. They do feel like they are feeling stagnant, like nothing is happening, and they want to move things forward. In that blog post, I wrote the following. When your nursing career is on autopilot, you may be staying at a job you don't really like because you don't have the gumption or the fortitude to think clearly about what you want. In this scenario, you're stuck, but you may actually be kind of comfortable in your stuckness. In autopilot mode, you're coasting. You're going through the motions and otherwise doing what you need to do to get through the day or the night, but there's no longer any passion. In this case, nursing has definitely become just a job and an economic means to a financial end. You put food on the table by being a nurse, and that's about it. And then I go on to talk about the fact that sometimes in our lives, there are times when being on autopilot is healthy, where it's really helpful. Maybe your mother just died, and you're devastated, and there's really nothing for you to do other than to grieve your mom, go to work, 
take care of business, do your chores and errands, come home and do some more grieving and really be in your personal space. Maybe you just had a baby. And the last thing you want to do is make a change in your career. You want to do your three shifts and get home to that beautiful baby. So no matter what, autopilot can happen, but it happens for different reasons. So if you feel like you're in a period of quote unquote stagnation, maybe you're not moving on because something's happening in your life that's taking up the majority of your energy and your career has taken a back burner. And that's totally cool, totally normal. So that kind of self-protective quiet can help you to heal at times or help you just to take a step back from your life, death, divorce, any kind of life change, Sometimes a little complacency, a little quiet, a little status quo is just what the nurse practitioner ordered. On the other hand, if you give birth to a child that is one more mouth to feed, you might be thinking about, hmm, I'd like to be home and not really do much with my career for the next six to 12 months, but I'm going to need to really step it up and maybe I need to go back to school or maybe I need to find a new area where I can make a little more money to feed this little one. Maybe you're a single mom and one more baby means that you really need to step it up and make more and increase your salary. So that can actually be a shot in the arm away from stagnation towards inspired action. Or maybe someone died in your family, maybe again, a parent or a family member dies, and that spurs you to make a change. You realize that, wow, that person lived a lovely life and I really want to honor them by doing something lovely with my life. Or maybe a friend of yours committed suicide and you realize that there's no time like the present to quit my job because that person killed themselves. They they decided that they couldn't go on and I want to go on, but... I realized how precious my life is and I'm going to quit my job tomorrow and go do something new. So sometimes these unpredictable things that happen in our lives, even if they're tragedies, sometimes can kick us out of our complacency and stagnation into action. And sometimes they drive us towards inaction because we really need to sit and just stew in our emotional juices and feel what's going on and then move on. So it's really up to you folks. This is a very specific personal choice that you need to make at any given time in your life and career. Now, in the aforementioned blog post, I shared five different inspired actions that I think are important when you're feeling stuck, when you feel like you need to make a move. And I'm repeating them verbatim in the show notes because I want you to have access to them at nursekeith.com forward slash episode 104. You can also find them in the original blog post, which is linked at the top of the show notes. Now, I really want to cajole you to take notice of your life and make change when you need it most. When you don't need to make change, You need to just settle in, take a deep breath, and realize that change will happen at the time when you need it to happen. But number one, use journaling and writing to dig into the reasons why you turned on career autopilot in the first place. Once you've identified those reasons, you can then begin to explore how autopilot possibly served you, how it served a purpose, how it actually helped you in some ways. Maybe it served you negatively as well. You can also explore that. And in that journaling and writing process, you might be able to come through to the other side and realize what it is you need now and why autopilot is no longer serving you. 
My number two tip is reaching out to someone who can advise you or counsel you, console you, or coach you. So that could be a career coach like myself. It could also be a mentor or a colleague, someone who you work with or have worked with who can sit with you and really hear you out and help advise you and give you the support that you need to make a decision. You can also turn to a therapist or a counselor or a social worker to help you unpack what's going on for you. You can also turn to a faith leader if that's the place where you go for support. Your motivations, what's happening deeper down, the subterranean stuff needs to get understood. It needs to be dug up so that you can bring it out into the light. Sometimes those emotional blocks need to be cleared, and sometimes you need a very highly skilled professional to help you to do that. Sometimes it might just take reaching out to a friend. Sometimes you need to pay someone to help you get there. So it's really up to you. It's a very specific personal choice based on the circumstances you're facing and what's going on for you in your life. But reaching out is definitely my number two tip. Number three, there are personality tests and other tools that can help reveal your motivations, your goals, your strengths, your weaknesses, and they can help you elucidate and elicit from yourself those deeper motivations. What's behind the satisfaction and the happiness you're looking for as a nurse? What's the personal and professional goals? Where are you trying to get? And remember, when you became a nurse at 25, your motivations for doing so and continuing in the career that you've chosen will change over time. The reasons that I continue working in nursing and healthcare are different at 53 than they were when I was 33. So you need to look at that and look at the way that you change over time. And sometimes personality tests and these different tools can really help you look at that more deeply. Number four, my number four tip is talking with trusted family members and friends about where you find yourself and hearing the reflections of people who love you. Now, this is very different than number two, which was reaching out to a coach, a mentor, a colleague, a faith leader, a therapist, or a counselor. This is qualitatively different. This is looking for people to reflect back at you what they see. And I consider this of going to the people you love and who love you and asking them to reflect back to you what they're seeing and what they love about you. And this can be very revealing. It can also be hard, but it can be a very heartfelt process. My number five tip is taking time away for a retreat, time for reflection. Now, this might mean going to a yoga or meditation retreat. This might be going away to a monastery where you can just have self-guided retreat and just sit and write and read and reflect. You might also want to just hop in the car and go for a long ride. Maybe you live in a beautiful area or you live out here in the West and you just want to hit the open road and just drive and think and clear your head. Basically, taking time and space for yourself can help you get to that place of really making the decisions and digging deep for the motivations and the feelings that are driving you, the ones maybe that you've lost touch with. So maybe it's a weekend away, maybe it's going to the golf course, Maybe it's a big road trip. Maybe it's a yoga retreat. 
Whatever it is, do something for yourself. Take yourself somewhere, even if it's just to the spa for the day, to give yourself time to breathe and think and reflect. Now, this list of five isn't comprehensive by any stretch, but I hope it sparks a little flame, a little flame that's going to help you begin to think about how you're going to start to do some self-assessment. And again, number one is journaling and writing. Number two is reaching out to those professionals who can help you. Number three is personality tests and other self-assessment tools. Number four is talking with people who love you. And number five is taking time away. Now, my friends, disengaging your autopilot, disengaging that stagnation and complacency means you've taken control. And when you've turned off that complacency, this can be replaced with an overwhelming desire to move forward, to take action, to do something, to really have some forward movement, to drive the engine of your aspirations and your goals and move you in a positive direction. And when you disengage your autopilot, like I said in the blog post, you're honoring the part of you that really wants change. You're honoring the part of you that is seeking novelty, that wants some growth. And as I mentioned earlier, autopilot can be self-protective at certain moments in your life. And then the time comes where you have to flip that switch and you need to realize that, hmm, it's time. I've been sitting back long enough. It's time for me to really step up. So assess where you are, decide if autopilot's working or not working, disengage it if you need to do so with the help of a professional or a friend or a colleague, and find out if taking those forward steps are going to be helpful for you right now. Autopilot can be helpful. Autopilot can be hurtful. It can also be neutral. Figure out where you are on that spectrum. And if you're not neutral, if you're fired up to do something, then autopilot goes off and you're going to step on the gas. And once you take that step, once you're on your way to making a conscious choice to move forward in the way that you want, that is going to get you to your next career destination. So folks, that's my little diatribe about my five tips, my five steps for moving out of nursing career autopilot. I hope it uplifted you. I hope it empowered you. And I hope you take some inspired actions. Now, if you email me at keith at nursekeith.com and tell me the actions that you've taken and the forward steps you are going to take, I will give you 30 minutes of my time, no charge, complimentary, to talk those changes through. So send me your list of what you've done. Send me the list of the decisions you've made. Let me know you listened to episode 104 and we can chat for 30 minutes, whether you're my client or not, and we will talk through those changes. Remember, you can become a patron of The Nurse Keith Show at patreon.com, P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com forward slash Nurse Keith. Pledge as little as $2 a month or as much as you'd like, but at least $5 a month will get you some gifts sent to you from me personally by U.S. mail. So think about showing a little love for the Nurse Keith show. Maybe it'll be $5 a month. That's about $1.25 per episode, helping support the Nurse Keith show and what I'm trying to do here for nurses around the country and around the world. The Nurse Keith Show is edited and produced by the fantastic Tim Hollowell of thepodcastingguy.com and the equally fantastic Mark Cappiespeason, who handles social media and promotion. Sign up for my newsletter at nursekeith.com. Leave a rating review at iTunes. Hit me up on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. 
email me at keith at nursekeith.com. Stay positive, care for yourself and others, take inspired action in the interest of your career every day, and tune in again as we explore how to make your nursing career more satisfying and fun than you ever imagined. Be well, folks. Dig deep, keep in touch, and adios till next time from beautiful Santa Fe, New Mexico. 